As we move from ski season to spring, it's time to get those mountain bikes out. Most ski families use season passes to make skiing more affordable and fun. If your family mountain bikes, there's a new way to save on those adventures too. Make the most of spring and summer in the mountains with Lone Pass, the premier North American mountain biking pass. Lone Pass gives you over 60 days of access to some of the best mountain biking destinations across the country. Use discount code SKIMOMS15 to save 15% off your family's Lone Pass today at LonePass.com. That's L-O-A-M-P-A-S-S dot com. Lone Pass is available in two versions, for kids ages 6 to 11 and the adult pass for ages 12 and up. The pass combines access to the most premier resorts, gets you into bike parks, and connects you to shuttle companies to get you where you need to be. It's the one pass you need to bring the best cycling to your family. Remember, you'll get two days at each of the resorts, parks, or shuttles, making the investment one that will pay off big. Remember to use code SKIMOMS15 to save 15% off your family's loan pass today. Welcome to the Ski Moms Fun Podcast. The Ski Moms Fun Podcast is brought to you by Mabel's Labels. Smart Ski Moms know to label everything before they head to the mountain. Every mitten, every boot, and every ski pole. Visit MabelsLabels.com and use discount code SKIMOMS for 15% off your order. This week on Ski Moms Fun, we're here for the single ladies. Nope, I'm not going to sing any Beyonce for you. We're talking about single mamas who ski and ride. We're chatting with Stephanie Barnhart, a mom, a marketing consultant at Social Minded Media, and a snowboarder. Stephanie gives us the scoop on how to find the best powder and the best deals. She also has a lot to say about small independent mountains and carving out time for her grown-up friends. Please enjoy. Why don't we talk a little bit about um, your experience last year? So you really you and your son really went for it with the remote school. So tell me a little bit about how you planned around that, how you executed and how you found the silver linings. Well, we've always been really big travelers. We love car trips. We love spontaneously getting out. Last year was my first year using Indie Pass, thanks to my friend Karen, recommended it. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe this sounds like a fun, different idea. Let's give it a shot. And it just happened to really fall in place. Like I, I told Max, I was like, well, you know what, if we're going to be remote, let's take full advantage of that. Let's be remote. Let's uh, take car. Let's take your classes in the car. By the end, we, we really had a good system down. I mean, we would get up early. We'd go on the mountain on like a Monday. His classes weren't uh, like consistent throughout the day. It would be like his math class live at noon. And then he would have reading at like 2.15. So we would literally go out in the mornings and ski, come in and jump back in the car at noon and jump on Wi-Fi. He'd take his glass, have a snack, and we'd head back out to the mountain. I said we were in uh, Greek Peak when we got in that snowstorm. And the snowstorm came on a Tuesday. We had gone up Saturday, Sunday. We're staying Monday, but we decided to stay an extra day for the snowstorm, which we were able to do. He was just taking the classes in the hotel room, and we ended up driving up to the mountain to go skiing all night and fresh powder. And I told him then, you know, I was like, I was like, you need to really appreciate this because this will never, ever happen again. This is going to be a year of your life. You're never going to forget. And God willing, Stephanie. I mean, I think it was so good for his mentality and everything. Like he never really 
with stress, especially because we live in New York City. So we didn't spend a lot of time cooped up in our little apartment. He was always out on a mountain taking his classes. I mean, he'll tell you, he had a blast. I mean, and we're very lucky. I know a lot of people had a had a hard time last year, but skiing was in the snow was our savior, to be honest. We specifically brought Stephanie on because she is our first boarding mama as a guest of <laughs> yeah. So thank you. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie, do you, do you feel like shade gets thrown your way for being a boarding mama? A little bit sometimes. I feel like it's kind of starting to even out a little bit more. You know, I see a lot more boards. In fact, there was a couple of times I think I saw more boards than skiers on some of the mountains last year. It's definitely still gaining some traction as a good sport, but I, you know, I like the competition. You know, I grew up in Pittsburgh where we bust, we bust our chops a lot. So, you know, I don't, I don't mind it. Did you ever ski or were you always? I did actually. Um, I learned to ski when I lived in Colorado as a child. Home base was Aspen. I know it sounds awful, but I actually hated it. (laughs) I know skiing in Aspen, it sounds terrible. No one in my family skied. So they kind of threw me off on the mountain to just learn kind of, I think is, you know, a way to give me some time to learn how to do some like outdoor sports and stuff there. So Learning to ski in Aspen is challenging, especially back late 80s, early 90s. I mean, I remember they had just like the tow rope and you had to really hold on to get up. And I mean, a bunny hill in Aspen is, you know, it's like a blue here. Just kidding. But, you know, on the East Coast. But uh, it, it was really hard for me to get my skis to get up. And so I got really, really frustrated with the sport kind of in an early age. And I never really had anyone to kind of go with me. I never really got good enough to do, you know, even blues or blacks. I probably only ever stuck to green. So I didn't really like it. And so then I picked up boarding when I was in my twenties, cause that was like kind of the cool thing everybody was doing back in PA. Once I lived in Pennsylvania again, my son skis, he loves it. He actually, we tried, I started him with boarding and he wasn't good at it. So I thought, no, well, let's, let's switch him over. And so now he's the skier and he loves to make fun of me because he says he goes a lot faster. So how old was Max when he started skiing? So we started with him. I think Wyndham was the first we tried and that was probably four years ago. And he's just, he was cute. He was good on it, but he just never got up to be good enough to actually get off the bunny hill. So we, we did a couple times on that. And then literally I'm not even, uh, it was right before the pandemic in 19, we put him on for his skis for the first time. And then, I mean, so, I mean, that was last year was only his first year. I mean, this kid takes blacks. I mean, he's just a natural, everyone says it. I mean, he's just, he, he loves it. It's like, he is the one I'm just here to facilitate it. Now he's just, he is a snowbird. I love it. Trying to keep up. Right. Thank you to our sponsor, Mabel's Labels. Mabel's Labels durable and waterproof labels are a ski mom's must have. Keep your kids organized and easily identify their equipment at lessons, practice, or races. Simply peel and stick the personalized label on all your ski gear, including helmets, coats, goggles, and poles. They're guaranteed to last the ski season and beyond. Off the hill, Mabel's labels are perfect for labeling any items that go to school, like water bottles, lunch containers, clothes, shoes, and backpacks. Simply go to mabelslabels.com to personalize your own and use code SKIMOMS at checkout for 15% off your first purchase. Exclusions apply. Code is not valid on stamp, reflective, or sale items. 
And now back to our show. How many, um, how many different resorts on the Indy Pass did you get to visit? We had a total of about 30 some days last year. And I think we've, we probably had at least half of those. So we probably had at least 15 different resorts. I mean, we're very lucky here on the East Coast. There's a lot. And it helped us fall in love with a lot of different little places. I mean, there's just so many great little indie resorts here on the East Coast that I don't think a lot of people think to visit. Okay, so which, I know you don't want to ruin all the spots, but any little gems you want to share? I like different mountains, I think, for different reasons. So one of my favorites, like I said, my ultimate favorite Pat, my mountain here is Titus Mountain. They're like up on the Canadian border in Malone. They're a little bit north of Lake Placid. They actually are a new addition to the Indy Pass this year. So I was like, oh, I'm so excited. I actually went up there a couple of years ago. For, I met the owners. They're locally owned. I mean, and I can't say enough good things about this place. I mean, like it's just, it is a beautiful gem. They have uh, three different mountain peaks you can do. You get up to the top, you get to go through tunnels and bridges. They have an upper lodge up on top. They have a really cute place at the bottom. Their ski program, that's where I switched my son to learn to ski. These kids out there are, I mean, they grow up in the snow. It's like kind of like being learning, you know, in like Canada or out West. Like they were so great with Max his first day. I mean, he was doing like the pizzas and I mean, he was just gone from being frustrated on a board to getting on a lift for his very first time in his first lesson. And it's such a good place for kids because uh, it's a bigger mountain, but it's not. And I felt comfortable being at the lodge and letting him take that own lift with his friends. And, and you can watch them all and they can just kind of do their thing. And it gives them that independence. So I do want to talk to you about being a single mom and a boarding mom at the same time, because a lot of a lot of the industry skips moms altogether when they're marketing and especially single moms. What would you say are some of your planning tips? Um, and I hope the resource are listening for being a single mom and trying to plan and execute these winter breaks. I mean, one of the best things I think they do is, you know, we just talked about is the third and fourth grade free learn to ski programs, which are incredible because it really helps get those kids out there right now. It's a struggle because they're not doing lessons. They're only doing free passes that whole learn to ski for free program. I think more resorts should tap into because that really gives parents a chance like me to get out there and ski have someone help him learn to do it because these are the future of the sport and skiing is not cheap. So even though maybe those lessons are free for him to learn at first, like now I'm going to be buying him skis for the rest of his life and, you know, passes and everything else. So I think it's a really good investment for mountains to really think of that and how they can at least get parents in the door to really like drop off their kids and, you know, at least get that first couple of lessons in. Yeah, we found uh, when I was researching for an article for Mom Trends, there's currently 12 states that offer something, um, either a free pass or free pass and lessons. And you know, we'll hope that more of them are listening. And it's up to the individual mountain how much to give with with that. So, and to your point, like what they invest now will pay off in lifetime skiers. I mean, it just helps make a very expensive sport affordable for everybody. Obviously, you know, we talked about the Indy Pass being a good, um, this all a little more economical. Uh, do you have any other, you know, things that you found that you were able to, you know, save money or, um, you know, just, just get more use, uh, you know, out of something 
Um, anything that well, you would share? There's a couple share? things. I'm actually uh, mentioned, I'm going up this weekend to Connecticut to do the big ski swap. I think the ski swaps are huge. It's the biggest one in the East Coast and we're going up there. Now that everyone knows that I am so diehard and been watching, we've actually gotten people who want to join with us. So I've gotten some more people to just get an indie Pass. They said, even if you go a couple of times, it's going to pay for itself. We're actually going up there this weekend with some new friends to get them some new gear. And, you know, at that point too, we'll see what they got. He actually needs a new ski bag too for his, his boots this year are too big for the one bag he has. Um, and we can swap that out. You know what I mean? Cause ski gear is always usually still pretty good shape. Um, the other one is, like I said, is to go and we travel with, um, cause I'm a single mom, so we don't really have a whole big ski family or, but usually what we do is, um, we ski with a lot of our friends. So like for Christmas, I'm going up with one of my girlfriends, she skis and we'll go up to Titus and we'll split a room and Max and I in one bed and her in the other. And so we're able to split gas. We're able to split the rooms. If you guys know my friend, Karen, she's huge snowboarder, her kids snowboard too. And we were, we had our pod last year. We, we planned a lot of our trips together and we travel well, our kids travel well. They love to ski together, snowboard together. Like I said, Max skis, her daughter snowboards, they still go off and have a blast. And it's just a lot more fun. You know, my son's an only child. So it's like a whole adventure for him. Like he's with his friends. They kind of like a little sleepover or party and, you know, they get to spend that time. They have a buddy on the mountain. For moms who are listening, who've never had a multi-mountain pass, tell me the process of buying the pass. And then you show up to Titus. How do you turn the pass into a day or two days at, at Titus? So some mountains you can just walk up and use it. It's any time, you know, they don't sell out more popular mountains. Like if you go to Cannon for say in New Hampshire, you know, you need to book those in advance. They only reserve so many indie passes per day, especially on weekends. So we usually look at those and we plan those in advance and we'll say, all right, well, we want to go to Cannon over break. So we're going to book these out and we reserve it in advance, um, knowing that we'll be up there. But a lot of these places, you know, like Black Mountain are so little, you can just walk right up and they literally just look at your ID and shoop, there you go. It's it's that easy. You had mentioned something um, in some uh, something you gave us beforehand called BYGO tickets. And I didn't know what that was. Oh, buy one, get one. So oh, okay. it's still like the best thing at Greek Peak. So I loved Greek Peak. It's probably one of my other super favorite mountains. I don't know if I want to tell everybody that. So it gets busy, but it's super cute because there's a SUNY there. So there's a lot of little kids, or I mean, a lot of college kids and stuff around, but it's just a cute, it's a really good vibe up there. And so what happened is, so we went up for the two days for free for our indie pass. And I was going to use the next day with the 20% off, but on Tuesdays there, they actually have a buy one, get one pass. So, well, it just happened to be a massive snowstorm. So I was like, well, this is perfect. I spent like $30, bought myself a ticket. Max was free. And he did his classes in the morning in the hotel. We grabbed lunch. We went to the mountain and we skied our hearts out from about four till nine. And that was his first night ski experience too ever. And he loves it. After that, we had to do like all the night skiing <laughs> from Pat's Peak to Cranmore. I mean, we're it's he loves it now. So what are some of the things you like to do with Max? Like 
at Preski or on the chairlift? Like, do you guys have any rituals that you've developed over the years? Well, I mean, these kids are just really kind of annoying on ski lifts. I'm like, is this one over yet? This ride? I mean, like really what it is, is we're kind of competition. I'll tell you what it is. And he's obsessed, which is why he's really happy. He got his brand new phone, which I kind of got for ski season for his birthday. I said, this is for skiing is the slopes app. He is so competitive. He lo- as soon as we get down, he has to look at his speed, see who went faster, who did more runs. I mean, it's just, it's, I'm like, relax, Max. I, I'll catch up. Like I'm good. Like, you know, he's like, well, I did. I'm like, you're going to break your leg trying to go this fast. He like, that's probably one of our favorite things. And we just sit there and we compare, we see who went faster. We try different routes. And one of the cool things we do as a, as a single mom, what happens if you um, start dating somebody who doesn't like skiing? It's a make or break. I mean, I feel like people just know. I mean, I'm, I am a super outdoor person. I mean, all summer, you know, we're wakeboarding, practicing for it. You know, we're hiking and biking. I mean, yeah. I mean, someone doesn't have to ski, but they'll be spending a lot of time in a lodge. So we're just being okay with me going off without them. But uh, it's kind of a prerequisite. I mean, for us ski people, I mean, Nicole, you know how it is. Like your husband really got you into it too. <laughs> that would be a great, um, if somebody's listening, a great product to develop just, you know, outdoor dating Special outdoor dating app only for skier and snowboarders, especially. I will be honest when I go on dating apps, like especially in the winter, if they say like they're a skier, they, they get like an automatic, like (laughs) they become much hotter. Yeah. Oh yeah. I definitely need to pick somebody. And I've had a couple dates on a, on a ski mountain, on a lift I did. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of fun, but uh, yeah, it's definitely kind of a, kind of a prerequisite for sure. So have you done any trips, uh, though, you know, adult only or, or by yourself, like not, not with Max recently all the time. Yeah. I go up with friends and sometimes we'll plan trips and we go, but one of my favorite things to do is he's always with his dad on Wednesdays. So usually for work, I plan to have no conference calls on Wednesdays, especially in the winter. You'll never find me except on a mountain. And I usually head up North and I'll hit up, uh, I, I, I'm all about spontaneous trips. So if somebody's like, Hey, you off, you want to go? I'm like, absolutely. I've literally been in meetings at 10 AM left, come home, grab my ski gear and left at 11 and been there for the afternoon to go skiing. So, um, I go all the time. Don't tell Max though. He gets a little jealous. I take advantage any chance I can. If I don't have him and I could be on a mountain, I will be there. A big thank you to Stephanie for hanging out with us today. And thanks to all of you, the early listeners of our podcast. If you get a second, please give us a rating and a review so more moms can find us. And be sure to drop us a DM on social media if you have an idea for a future guest. We're headed to the World Cup at Killington soon for a special episode. And we're also going to be cheering on Team USA. So look forward to that one. And Sarah and I are just blown away by all the enthusiasm of this little community of moms who love the outdoors. Think snow. Each week on the Ski Moms Fun Podcast, we share laughs and lessons with ski moms ranging from industry experts to first timers. Our guests share their stories and tips to help you and your family get to the slopes happy and coming back for more. You'll feel included, invited, and celebrated every time you join us. Thank you so much for listening to the Ski Moms Fun Podcast. Please be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Head to the SkiMomsFun.com website to check out our swag and find out more about our community. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at SkiMomsFun. We'll be back next week with more interviews and insights. 
Think snow. No one works as hard as a ski mom. With Mother's Day right around the corner, we want to remind everyone to shop the Ski Moms Gift Guide for the best ideas. These are the gifts we want to give and get for Mother's Day. Prices range from under $10 for simple treats like notepads to big splurges like a new boot bag. Remember, the big day is Sunday, May 12th, so you want to shop now to make sure everything gets there in time for mom. Visit the SkiMomsFun.com gift guides page or click the link in show notes to see our picks for this year. Make it easy for your kids, partner, or spouse and just forward them the link. Or better yet, treat yourself to something from our expertly curated Ski Mom wish list. Remember, visit SkiMomsFun.com and look for the gift guide page. 